as far as supply chain innovation, as everybody here knows during COVID, we, you know, had a lot of issues with supply chain over the last couple of years. I mean, look at even things. I remember, what was it, a year and a half ago, I did an episode with Lisa Anderson and it was on the supply chain and it's like, why are store shelves empty? And obviously I got a lot of trolls in Twitter like, oh, where do you live? In the middle of nowhere, in the mountains, you know, you know, hillbilly or, or things like that. It was kind of ignorant type, um, you know, comments. And my response to them was, okay, tell me what store has an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5 in stock right now. And I will gladly drive there, regardless of where it is, and purchase it. And there were none. And people were trying to oversimplify that issue. And supply chain is something that is crucial to our economy, to our national security, to all of that stuff. In fact, I just heard a speech from uh, Mickey, I, I forget her last name. She's Congresswoman from uh, New Jersey when I was at the Made in New Jersey uh, State of the State Expo, uh, State of the State Address, I guess you can call it. And she was talking about supply chain manufacturing, all the manufacturing in Jersey, stuff like that. It was a great speech about supply chain, supply chain innovation, and also connecting you know, New Jersey suppliers with other New Jersey suppliers, creating that B2B environment so that people can buy stuff from like, hey, I'm an ice cream maker and I can't find cups. You know, how can I buy cups at an affordable price that are made in New Jersey instead of buying them from China? So how do you think the supply chain innovation will happen within our country? Because I do think that's a that's a hot issue coming up Uh you know, right now. It's a massive issue. And I totally agree with you. It actually also boils down to national security. I think that was a really important call out you made. I think the best way to kind of talk about um, how folks are, you know, rebuilding and retooling their supply chain is to kind of go back in time for a second together and, and really identify the first principles of what broke, right? Because once, once we do that, we can now talk about the future and what's getting fixed. But what broke, there's there are two big things that broke, right? Number one, China shut down, okay? So you literally had the source of supply go offline. They had a zero COVID policy until two months ago, okay? So like that happened. So manufacturing shut down, bye-bye supply. At the same time, as you and I both know, David, we were holed up in our homes. And so demand shot up. And there was obviously some panic buying that got in the mix of this too. But like those two key first principles are what drove a lot of the pain you and I lived, not just the next generation PlayStation, but literally to your point, finding cups and paper towels and toilet paper and like some pretty basic stuff. And so I think what you're you're seeing now excitingly is if China breaks or goes offline, what's our plan? Right. So I think folks are retooling to optimize for resiliency over cost, right? So this means diversification in their manufacturing suppliers, right? So how do we have China and, you know, an application? And then candidly, since China is just geographically so far away, 
I think there's also a retooling of if we're going to have multiple suppliers, how do we also get them, you know, uh, very, you know, much closer, if you will, to home, right? How can they be a truck away and not an ocean away? So I think there's some people call this near shoring. So I think there's some really exciting um, retooling and resiliency that's coming in through the 